Welcome to the legacy teachings of Bill Anzavino, pastor of Christian Assembly Church since 1979. Though these teachings are decades old, we invite you to get out your Bible, take notes, and get ready to receive the uncompromised teaching of God's Word. For more information about Christian Assembly Church, please visit us online at cafamily.net. This name is above every other name. How many of you believe that? It's above every other name. It's above the name of death. It's above the name of darkness. It's above the name of sickness and disease. It's above the name of arthritis. This name is above that name. Hallelujah. Mark 16. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank You that the Word is life, health, and medicine unto all our flesh. And Your Word will not go forth void, but it shall accomplish that which You please and prosper in the thing whereunto You sent it. And Father God, You sent it unto us and healed us and delivered us and set us free by the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, unto whom we give all honor and praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Mark 16, chapter... Start with verse 15. Go ye in all the world, preach the gospel unto every creature. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall what? Be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they, shall they cast out devils. In my name they shall speak with new tongues. In my name they shall take up serpents. In my name. If they drink a little dead, I think it will not harm them. In my name. See, it won't harm them. In my name, they shall lay their hands upon the sick. And what will happen? They shall recover. They shall recover. That's what he said. They shall recover. And after he had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached the word everywhere. Preached everywhere. Now listen. The Lord working with? No. It's not in there. That them is italicized. The Lord working with? And confirming His Word. Wasn't working with them. Was working with His Word. The Lord working with and confirming His Word. The Lord working with and confirming His Word. You've got to get that. You've got to get that. The Lord working with and confirming... See that? There is a telesize. That was added in there by the translators. Isn't it? Anybody got a King James Bible? Is that a telesized? Okay. The Lord working with and confirming His Word. He sent His Word and healed them. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. And Him was life, life was the Lord of men. He came into the world. He came unto us. How? In the, by the authority of the Word. The Word became flesh. The Word became flesh. The Word. You see? And so they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with and confirming His Word with signs following. Well, did you notice over here that it says... After he said, Go preach the gospel unto every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And while you're in the world preaching the gospel, he said, In my name those that believe shall lay their hands upon the sick. In my name they shall do these things. In my name, he said, Shall they cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take up serpents, drink any dead thing, won't harm them? Now, believers not going to give you something that's harmful for you to drink. But the non believer, those that are in the world, they're going to do tricks like that. See, try to kill you off. 
They might be the ones that try to get some snakes after you, but not the believer. So he said, while you're taking this gospel to the world, part of the gospel is the name of Jesus Christ. Preach the gospel and the name. Isn't that what it's saying? In my name, these signs shall follow those that believe. Believe what? Believe the gospel. You see, the name goes hand in hand with the gospel. What name? The name of Jesus. I said the name of Jesus goes hand in hand with the gospel. Well, if we're going to preach the gospel, every one of you and, and, and myself included, we've all been commissioned to preach the gospel, haven't we? We have the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5, chapter, 5th chapter, verses 17, right on through 21. We've got the ministry of reconciliation to go out and preach the gospel. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things pass away, all things become new. God has reconciled us to, to himself by his Son. And we're to let them know that he's not imputing their trespasses against them. Isn't that right? No, he's not holding the trespasses. That's why you and I have got to go out and preach this marvelous, great, good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in all the world. And if you believe, you shall be saved. If not, you shall be damned. But if you believe, you can do these things. You can lay your hands upon the sick and they'll recover. Well, Jesus said so in his name. Well, is the name for us today. Is the name for the body of Christ today. Is the name for the believer today. Well, let's go over here and ask the fourth chapter. Find out. We'll find out if the name is for the body of Christ today. Let's just uh, isolate one scripture. Acts the fourth chapter, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. Neither is there salvation in any other. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name. None other name. None other name. What name? There's none other name. Under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. What's that name? Well, are you saved there's salvation in any other. You can't get saved without the name of Jesus. So the name has got to be for the believer today. Isn't that right? The name has got to be for you, and the name has got to be for me. And over there in 1 John 5, chapter, verse 13, he says, These things write I unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God. Listen. These things write I unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God. That you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Now, if you look at that carefully, you'll notice that the two words, why did he say these things right on you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may believe on the name of the Son of God? Why is he repeating himself? Because I believe that, you see them little words in there, they're at the translator's discretion. I believe they made a little bit of a mistake. He said, these things right on you that believe on the name of the Son of God, you have eternal life, so that you believe in the name of the Son of God. See, the believer believes on that name to be saved. I mean, the non-believer believes on that name to be saved. But the believer must believe in that name to be delivered and healed and set free and set on heavenly places. Isn't that right? We must believe in that mighty name of Jesus. So over there in Acts 4.12, it says, Neither is there salvation any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, but the name of the Lord Jesus. And these things write down to you that believe on the name, on the name, on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you may know that you have eternal life and that you might believe in the name of the Lord Jesus. So it looks like to you and me, if you're saved out there, you've got to believe on or in that name. So that name has got to be for you and that name has got to be for the body of Christ today. Isn't that right? Well, praise the Lord. We'll get somewhere. Now go on back with me to the uh, Gospel of John. And we'll start over here in the 12th chapter, or 14th chapter of the Gospel of John, verse 12. 
Well, is the name of Jesus allowed to be used by the body of Christ? Is the name of Jesus allowed to be used by you and me? Are we allowed to use that name? Do we have a right to use that name? It's for us. It's here. We know that it's, it's given to the body of Christ. Are we allowed to use that name? Well, Jesus said in John fourteen twelve, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works shall he do, because I'm going to my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. What? That will I do. That the Father may be glorified. And anything, whatever, whatsoever you shall ask. Now that word ask, in the Greek literally means just whatsoever you shall demand as your rights and privileges, shall, I shall do. See, you're not demanding them of God, but you're demanding them of the devil. So whatsoever you shall ask him, what does it say there? John 14, 13. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I might do it. No, that will I do. That will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Whatsoever you ask in my name, Jesus said, that will I do. Get that in there. Whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Ask anything in my name, and I will, I will, I will do it. I will do it. I'll do it. That's what he said. It's marvelous. What a great truth. I'll do it, he said. No, but the body of Christ is so down and lowly and hard and not getting their victory, not getting healed, not getting it set free. They don't understand that they, Jesus said, all you've got to do is ask in my name and I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Do you know that the name of Jesus is for you? And do you know the power that's in that name? Now that's John 14, 12 through 14. Go over to John 16, verse 23. Does the body of Christ today have the right to use the name of Jesus? Well, sure we do. Look at this scripture right here. And in that day, that day, what day? This day that we're living in. That day ye shall ask me nothing, Jesus said. See, up until that time they were asking Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, save us. We're going to perish. Oh, Lord Jesus, we're going to sink under this water here. See, we're going to drown out here at sea. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us. Oh, Lord Jesus, do this. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do now? But he says, in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you whatsoever, you shall ask the Father how? In my, what? In my name. What will happen? He'll give it to you. Glory to God. He said, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. Hitherto, up until now, he've asked nothing in my name, in my name. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. What's happened? Ask and you shall receive. I don't know a God that doesn't answer prayer. I don't know a God that doesn't heal my body. Because when I ask, I receive. That's what Jesus said. Ask and you shall receive. That your joy may be full. So I say, why are you doing so always full all the time? That's why. Oh, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Looks like to me we got the right to use the name of Jesus. Isn't that right? I mean, you're saved, aren't you? You got saved by the name. Now, anybody out there that doesn't believe in speaking in tongues, you believe in the name of Jesus? I said you believe in the name of Jesus? If you're saved, you better believe in the name of Jesus. That's the only way you could get saved. Well, we're not talking about tongues. We're talking about the name. Jesus said, you shall speak in new tongues in my... And you can't throw the name away or you throw your salvation away. Amen. So the name's for the body of Christ. So the name's for the church today. And everything that goes along with that name is, I'm sorry, it's yours. Blessed be God, I'm happy about it, aren't you? <laughs> Hallelujah. See, that name is for us. That name is for me. That name is for you. We've got the right to use that name. Now back over there in Matthew's Gospel. The 18th chapter. We're just showing you some things that Jesus said that you can do with that name. So you're allowed. You've got the right to use the name of Jesus. 
You've got the authority. Jesus delegated us the authority and the ability of his name. And all that that name holds. He's given every believer. He's given that to you. He's given that name to me. But you see, we've neglected to preach that when we've heard the gospel preach. All we've ever heard was, well, if it's God's will to heal you, then he will. If it's not, then he won't. That's a bunch of hogwash. You won't find, give me chapter and verse for that. Jesus said in John 14, 13, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. I will do it in my name. Ask anything in my name and I will do it. But we've got to understand the authority in that name. Now go to Matthew 18, 18 through 20. And we find another truth here that Jesus gave to the church, to the body. Actually, it's written for everybody. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. For two, two of you shall agree on earth, such anything shall ask, it shall be done by my Father which is in heaven. Where two or three are gathered together in my... What? Where two or three are gathered together in what? Say it again. Now say the next three words. Oh, in my name. There am I. You didn't know that. See, some didn't know that. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Oh, hallelujah. What a great, marvelous truth. Jesus said, if we gather together in his name, there am I. If we join our spirits together, unite our spirits together as one, there am I. That's why he says you'll get what you want. Because once you pray in that name, Jesus takes a hold of that prayer and presents it to the Father. And it's no longer you praying, but it's Him taking it unto the Father. He is, the, he is our great high priest that stands before us. He's our intercessor, our advocate that stands before the throne of God day and night. And He's the high priest of your confession and stands there and takes the words that you speak to the Father God. And the Father says, I'll do it for you. That's why He says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He'll do it. Because He's doing it for me. What a great truth. Well, you've got a right to use that name. See? You've got a right to... I've got a right to use that name. But we're going to see how much authority that's in that name, how much power is in that name. Now go and turn to the book of Hebrews, the first chapter. I'm just going to give you some highlights. I could preach on this for a week. I'd love to do it. But I've been instructed by the Spirit of God to preach this tonight, and I'm going to do it. Praise God, I'm going to do it. I'll learn one thing. Be obedient. Do what God says to do. Now, you see, some of you don't know the power that's in that name. There's power in the name of Jesus. We just thought he was just some figure. See, some people just thought he just, you know, well, he came to the world and he's gone. Now, he died. He was raised again from the dead. He's up there just sitting around doing something. I know what he's doing up there. But blessed be God, he's in the heavenly holies of holy, sitting at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, making intercession for you and for me. And he is the high priest of the words that go forth out of our mouth to take him to the Father God. Make sure that they get answered. Imagine that. Imagine that's what he's doing right now. Imagine that. God who has sundered times, verse 1. And in diverse manners spoken to the prophets, spoken to the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, but whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had pur himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels that he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than any angel that you could name. Jesus, after he went into the holiest of holies with his own blood, after he paid the sacrifice for our sins, he entered into the holy place with his own blood, and he sprinkled upon a mercy seat and all the heavenly utensils of worship, and there he stood and inherited a name that's above every other name. By inheritance, he got a name that's better than any other name. More excellent name than any of their names. More excellent than Gabriel, Michael, the archangel, and all them that's up there. 
This name is above every name. This is a more excellent name than any. Now go to Philippians, the second chapter, verse 9. Over there in verse 9. Verse 9 he said, Wherefore, wherefore, wherefore what? God hath highly exalted him, the Lord Jesus, and hath given unto him a name. Well, what name did he give him? Just any old name? No, no. Had given unto him a name that is above every name. Now listen, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Did you find it yet? Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and hath given unto him a name. A name that's above every other name. This name. Now somebody thought everybody was bound to Jesus, but they're not. No, 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 doesn't say that. It says, a name that's above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow. Of things or beings in heaven, of things or beings in earth, of things or beings underneath the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Christ. It says they'll bow not to His person, but they'll bow unto His... What? Who's got the name? you got that name to use. The name is Jesus, but we've got that name. He said, go in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes about that shall be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. And you go and in my name. These signs shall follow that man believe. In my name go. See? You go in that name. Now may I ask you this. Why would he need his name? I mean, he's in glory. I mean, he's at the right hand of the Father God. I don't think Satan could get up there right now. For what purpose would he need the name? Because his body is in the earth. Hallelujah. And in my name, he said, you cast out them devils. You speak with new tongues. You take up serpents. See, he said, I give the name to you. Now go over there to the first chapter of the book of Ephesians. There's power in that name, friends. There's power. It's above every name. You got a name here on earth? There's a name called tuberculosis. I know a name that's above it. There's a name called cancer. I know a name that's above it. Oh, yes, there's a, there's, a, there's a name called heart disease. I know a name that's above it. Amen? See, there's a name that's above every name. You start naming them, I'll name you one that's above it. Jesus, 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 Jesus. His name is above every other name. And at that name, demons must flee. At that name, sickness must leave. Amen? It's got to do it. Why? Because the name's above every other name. Now, over here, we see Paul praying for the church at Ephesus. In verse 17, he says, I cease not to make mention of you in my prayers, praying that the God and Father, Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being aligned, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance and saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us, who do believe according to the working of His mighty power, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and set Him at His own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality, mind, power, dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in also in that one which is to come. And put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things under the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. His name is above every other name in this world and in that which one is to come. Well, that takes care of it all. I mean, every bit of it. There's not another name that's above the majestic name of Jesus. There's not another name in this world. There won't be another name in the other world, which is to come. There's just not another one found. There isn't one. You can look around every corner and you won't find one that's greater than that name. It's about, and the name is yours. He doesn't need it. That name is for you. That name is for me. It's for me to walk in victory in this life every day. It's for me to live above sickness and disease. You can't live on your body if you know the power that's in that name. You tell it to get off in Jesus' name and it'll go. It'll go. 
if you learn this. Well, let's find out if it works. Does it work? Does it work? Go to Acts, the third chapter. You'll find out if it works. I'll show that it works. It works. And the Bible says they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with and confirming His word with signs following. Okay? Notice, did they preach the name? Did they preach the name? Well, the apostles went forth, the disciples went forth, they preached everywhere, did they, but did they preach the name? I know they preached the gospel, Peter preached the gospel, but did they preach the name? Well, let's find out Acts the third chapter. Now, Peter and John went into the temple about the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man was laid from his mother, whom was carried, whom they carried, they did at the gate of the temple called Beautiful, to ask alms, and then they entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to enter into the temple, asked an alms. And he gave heed on them, expecting to receive Peter fast his eyes on him with John, with John said, Look on us, and he gave heed on them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I, but such as I have, give I thee. What did he have? What did he have? Say it again. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, his ankle bowls and feet received strength. He leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. When somebody knows the power that's in the name of Jesus, you'll be walking and you'll be leaping and you'll be praising God. I mean, you do it in your bedroom. You do it anywhere you go because you know that that name is above every other name. And everywhere you travel in, in all the mountains of adversity in this life, if you know the power that's vested in that name and you walk in the power that's in that name, you'll have victory in every area of your life. I didn't say calamity wouldn't come. I didn't say sickness wouldn't come. I didn't say disease wouldn't come. I said if you know the power that's in that name, when it comes, you'll tell it to get and it'll go. In the name of Jesus. Well, did Peter heal him? You say, well, he was an apostle. Well, look at verse 16. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him his perfect soundness in the presence of you all. What healed him? What healed him? Not just his name through what? See, you've got to have faith in that name. His name through faith in that name. What name? The name of Jesus. So you see, they did preach the name, didn't they? He said it right there. Now go over to the fourth chapter and look over. Well, let's see here. Let's go to verse. Let's start with verse 7. Now notice this. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Well, then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, thank God for them tongue talkers. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, then Peter. Boldness. Just seems like you've got some boldness in you. To get the word out and to stand before those that would come against you and persecute you. Then Peter feared what the Holy Ghost said. Look at him. Look what he said. You see, he was the same guy that denied Jesus before. He denied him. I don't know the man. I don't know who you're talking about. What do you mean, just Jesus? I don't know who he is. But look at over here when the great miracle was done. He said, with filled with the Holy Ghost, you rulers and the people of, and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done unto the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel, but that by the name of Peter the Apostle... Oh. No, it wasn't Peter the Apostle, was it? No. It says that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name. Under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved, but this glorious name. And he says, it's the name of Jesus that did the healing. Oh, they knew something about the name. 
Do they know something we don't know? See, they knew something about this name of Jesus. Now, go on. Look how they got persecuted for it. Go on down to verse 17 here. They didn't know what to do about all this. Well, look at verse 16 first. Saying, what shall we do to these men? For indeed, a notable miracle hath been done by them and is manifest unto all that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man. Huh? Huh? That they henceforth speak to no man about the name. I said, if you haven't preached the name, you haven't preached the gospel. They didn't care if you preached the resurrection of the dead. Just don't preach the power that's in the name. Because it's the name that everything bows to. It's the name that sickness has to flee from. It's the name that demons and evil spirits have got to go from. It's the name, you see. The name of Jesus that causes the lame to walk and the blind to see and the ears to be open. It's the name. That's, it's the power that's in that name. So he says, so that spread no further. Just don't let him preach in the name. He didn't say don't let him preach. He said just don't let him preach in that name. Verse 18, and they called them and he commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. See? Well, you know, Peter and John, they probably went back to their own company and they said, oh, now what are we going to do? I mean, we did a wonderful, mighty miracle in that name. Now we just can't do it anymore. What are we going to do now? They threatened us they're going to kick us out of the church. That's what some people would say. But you know what they did? The Bible says, when you get persecuted for my name's sake, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. The Spirit of glory is going to rest upon you. Well, let's find out. Going on to verse 23. And being let go, they went of their own company, reported all the chief priests and elders said unto them. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God one accord and said, Lord, thou art God that made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that in is. Who by the mouth of thy servant David said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up the rulers gathered together against the Lord against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed. Both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles, the people of Israel gathered together for to do whatsoever, whatsoever thy hand and counsel determined for to be done. But now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness we may speak thy word. How? By stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done. How? By the name. By the name, by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they was assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God. How? With boldness. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Did the Spirit of glory rest on them? You better believe it did. Hallelujah, it did. I mean, the earth quaked. The place was shaken. Not, not just their body. They didn't just get the shakes. But the Bible says the place was shaken when they was assembled together. And they spake the word of God with boldness. And signs and wonders were wrought. Do you think they would? Go to Acts 5, 12. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. All these signs and wonders were wrought. Stretch forth thy hand to heal that sign and wonders may be done. How? See, you don't have to be too smart to realize that that's how those signs and wonders were done. They were done by the name. They knew something that we maybe didn't, maybe we missed. There's power in that name. There's healing in that name. There's so much in that name, I don't think we could just count all the blessings that's in the name of Jesus, if you only knew it. Oh, you've got the right dominion over sin in the name of Jesus. You've got the right to walk in divine health in the name of Jesus. You've got the right almost to just pick in whatever time you want to go, just go off and be in glory in the name of Jesus. Miles of face it, that's what he said back there in the 91st Psalm. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Isn't that right? That's what he said. Let's live up to who we are. Let's believe we are who he said we are. And the power that's in that name is really true. 
Now, go over there to the 8th chapter of the book of Acts, you find something else. Now, here's a fellow named Philip. Philip's just another guy. He's going off somewhere. There's persecution in the church. He goes down to the city of Samaria, preached Christ unto them, right? He goes down and preached Christ. Well, what did he preach? Well, he preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto the things that Philip spake. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that possessed with them, and those that had, were lame, had the palsy and were lame were, all, all were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Right? Well, what did he preach? He's a New Testament preacher. What did he preach? It says he preached Christ. He didn't just go down there and say, Christ, 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 Christ. He didn't do that. What did he preach? Go over there in, in the 12th verse. But when they believed Philip, preaching the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and the name. What did he preach? The things that pertain to the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. What did he say? Oh, he said, blessed be God. Before the master left, I was there. Blessed be God. I, I, they all told me. Those that were there told me all about it. He said, go in my name. Lay your hands upon the sick. They'll recover. Cast out devils. Philip thought it was true. He went down the city of Samaria. cast out the devils. He laid his hands upon the sick. They all got healed. They got delivered. They got set free. And there was a great joy in that city. Asking you shall receive in my name that your joy may be full. So he preached it. He preached the kingdom of God. He preached the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And they was all baptized, both men and women. That's success. If I want to be any kind of a preacher, I'm going to preach like that guy preached. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The name, there's power in that name. Now, notice, persecution is going to come in that name. If you're really preaching the name of Jesus, you're going to get persecuted. There's going to be persecution. Go back over there to Matthew's Gospel, the 10th chapter. Verse 22. Now underline this. And ye shall be hated of all men. Why? 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 For his what? Do you know why? Because his name brought the Jewish religion to its foundation. And they hated that name. They hated that name. And you shall be hated, not just because you're real pious and sit in church and just sit back and just, you know, I go to Sunday every once a week, once a week and twice a week and three times. No! But because you know the power that's in that name. And you're going to tell somebody you can't be saved without that name. And you're going to tell somebody you could be healed with that name. And they're going to get mad at you. They're going to hate you. They're going to kick you out of their synagogue just like he said there. They're going to kick you out of their company. The Bible says over here they had a company to go to. They reported their own company. Come on down to Midland because we got the same company right here. And we'll accept it right on in and we'll lift our hands and praise God and glorify Him with you. Amen. But you're going to be hated for this name. For this name of Jesus. Well, go over there to the 12th chapter. Or 12, yeah, 12th chapter book. Verse 21. Oh, hallelujah. You may not have been a Jew, but you was a Gentile. And the, what's the 21st verse, first verse say? And in his name. Hallelujah. Whose name? What name? Oh. His name shall the Gentiles, and in His name shall... That's you and me. 
His name are we going to trust in. For what? For everything. For everything. We're going to trust in that name. We believe in that name. We believe there's power in that name of Jesus. Above all the heavens and the earth and all of them is, there's power in that majestic name of Jesus. Well, when persecution comes, you know you're going to have to use this name. Now, we'll go over to the 16th chapter of the book of Acts. I'm going to show you how this fellow Paul... Here's another guy. See, we're showing you all of them. They went on and did the same thing. He didn't even walk with the disciples. But you remember when he was uh, on the road preaching, some lady came up to him, had a spirit of divination. 16th chapter, 16th verse. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel was possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by suit, saying, The same followed Paul and us, and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which showing us the way of salvation. And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, and turned at her and said, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the... What? I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And what did he do? I said, what did he do? He came out. And the South same. He came out. I command you in Jesus' name, come out of her. And he came out. Well, if you want to live godly in Christ Jesus, you're going to get persecuted for it when you do things like that. Look what happened in the next verse. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them unto the marketplace and to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither do it to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and magistrates ran off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them and cast them in the prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, trust thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas, now note this, prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. They prayed and they sang praises. How are you to pray to the Father God? How? How? In the name of Jesus. Well, that's one part of it. They prayed, but it says they also sang praises unto God. How do they sing praises unto God? Go to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. I'm glad you asked that. Fifth chapter of the book of Ephesians, verse 18. Now, that's a bunch of spirit filled believers. You've got to go back to Acts, so just hold your place there if you want. The fifth chapter of the book of Ephesians. Us Pentecostal people got to learn some things. Oh, glory. Eighteenth verse. And be not drunk with wine, where is an excess? But be filled with the Spirit. Or, as the Greeks said, but be being filled with the Spirit. How? Speaking unto yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody of your heart. In the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father. How? How? You have a right in to speak in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs in an unknown tongue unto the Father God. How? In the name. Paul and Silas had this down good. Now, we said if you are persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ, what will happen? The Spirit of glory rests upon you. We saw that it did in the third chapter of the book of Acts. Go, let me show you another scripture. Uh, Hebrews 13. <clears throat> 13, 15. By him... Well, let's find it first. See, they prayed and sang praise... They, they prayed and sang praises unto God. How? In the name. What name? The name of Jesus. That name's for you. That name's for me. Now, it says over here in Hebrews, the 13th chapter, 15th verse... By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His what? 
continually. Now, that's exactly what Paul and Silas did. Now, go back there. See, they did that. They did that. They did exactly what, what they, they were supposed to do uh, when you get persecuted. Verse 26. Notice in verse 25, they've sang, they prayed and sang praises unto God. They lifted up their voices unto God. In the name of Jesus, they exalted Him. Songs and hymns and spiritual songs in the name of Jesus. What happened in verse 26? Well, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everybody's bands were loosed. Boy, you want to get your bands loosed? You want to get yourself out of the jailhouse of the devil? You just lift up your voice unto God with one accord and begin to sing praises in the name of the Lord Jesus and psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make a melody hard unto your Lord and whatsoever you do in word and deed. Go over there, Colossians, the third chapter. We'll tie it right on in here. Oh, glory. Colossians, the third chapter. <laughs> Colossians, the third chapter. Oh, the third chapter. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, healing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all how? 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 In the name of Jesus, giving thanks unto God and our Father by Him. All that you do, if you sweep the floor, sweep it in the name of Jesus. If you work in a mill, go in the name of Jesus. If you work at McDonald's, work there in the name of Jesus. I don't care what you do in word and deed. Do it all in this mighty name of Jesus. Everything you do will work out right. Everything you do, you'll have great success if you do it in that name. See? All this complaining and murmuring and griping and, oh, dear Lord, dear Lord. Look at the name He gave you. Look at the name He gave me. If you do all, He didn't say murmur in my name. Well, I'm talking about that. Let the Word dwell in you richly. And then all you do in that name, do, do, do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God our Father by Him. Is the, church, is the name for the church today? Is it for you and me? Well, are you ready? Proverbs 18, chapter, verse 10. <clears throat> Some of you have been looking for safety. You've been looking for safety from sickness and disease and fear and worry and doubt and confusion and all that the devil's brought against you. You haven't found any. Well, you found it tonight. Proverbs 18.10 tells you exactly where to find it. Okay, what does it say? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it. The righteous runneth into it. And get upset and worried and defeated. No! The righteous runneth into it and are safe. When somebody comes up with an evil report against you, you should hightail it to Jesus, to His name. You should run as fast as you can. To the, don't go to anybody else. Don't go to the source of man. Don't go to the world system. But go to Him. Go to the name. Run into the name. Let that name be a strong tower under you and you'll be safe. You know why? The power is in the name. See, we keep we sing that song. There's power in the blood, but I'll tell you what, beloved, the power is in the name. I said the power is in the name. I'll give you a scripture for that one. 1 Corinthians 5th chapter, 4th verse. 
I said the power is in the name. 1 Corinthians 5th chapter and the 4th verse. Didn't Jesus say, in my name there am I? How much power do you think Jesus has? Huh? How much? What's Matthew 28, 18 say? All power has been given unto me in heaven and earth. All power. Well, look what he said here. To deliver such an one... I'm sorry, verse 4. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together in my spirit with the power, where the name is, there's the power. I said where the name is, there's the power. Where the name is, there's the power. The power is in the name. The power is in the name. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Sickness and disease. Things are beings in heaven. Things are beings in earth. Things and beings underneath the earth. When they hear somebody who knows the power and has faith in the name of Jesus, then those demons and cohorts of hell, they've got to flee when they hear that name. Sickness and disease got to leave your body when they know you know the power that's in the name. And they've got to obey the name. They've got to bow to that name. They've got to reverence that name. They've got to flee from that name. They can't stand to be around that kind of power. Why? Because the greater one lives in you and the power is in the name. And who did he give it to? You and me. Listen to these words again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the works that I do, ye shall do also, and greater works shall you do, because I go to my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Ask anything in my name, and I will. Say that with me. If I ask in His name, He will do it for me. He will, see. He will. I don't know a Jesus that wouldn't do that if you asked according to the Word. He said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. Ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Why haven't we pursued these Scriptures? Why haven't we taken these Scriptures into life? Why haven't we put them Scriptures down deep into our hearts? Oh, here and there we've touched some of this glory. Here and there we've touched some of what he's saying about the power in that name. But blessed be God, when you allow that name to be a strong power in your life, when you know all that that name holds, when you know all the power that's behind that name, when you know all the authority that's in that name, and you realize that that name is your name to use, then that's going to mean the end of all the dominion of the devil. That's going to mean the end of the dominion of sin. End of the dominion of sickness and disease in your life. That's going to put an end to worry, fear, doubt, and confusion. All that Satan could bring against you, you'll walk in victory over because you're living your life in the name. The power that's in that name is for you. Would to God we could understand it. Would to God that we could believe and know and realize what He has laid before us. We are truly a special people. We are truly a holy people, a called out people that has been given the name of Jesus, the born again experience, the power of the Holy Spirit of God to live our life in this earth high above all the forces of darkness. 
He says His name, He has been given a name which is above every other name. But He says, You have I highly exalted and set you up to sit with Him. He's exalted us and set us, set, seated us together with Him in every place in Christ Jesus. Second, I'm, I'm sorry, Ephesians 2nd chapter, verse 6. How do you get there? How do you get exalted and honored and lifted up? Your answer is found in the 91st Psalm, verses 14 through 16. 91st Psalm. Because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. Now listen, listen. I will set him on high. Why? Because he knows my name. Who? He that set his love upon me, I'll deliver him and set him on high because he knows my name. He'll call upon me. I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble and deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my great salvation because he hath known my name. Set his love upon me. The name, the name, the name, the name, the name. It's where? It's in the name. It's in the name. Don't teach no more in that name. It's the name. Oh, get your spirit man filled up with, the, with the, this fact. This name is above every name. This majestic name will work for you in every area of life. When the clouds become dark upon the horizons of your life, then the name of Jesus will let the light shine through. The name of Jesus will lift you up and carry you over and carry you through. The name of Jesus will cause the victory to come because the battle's won. The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it's all done. Already done. The name. The name. The name. The name. This majestic name. That name is here tonight. Jesus is here in that name. We've gathered in that name. We've agreed together in that name. We've believed together in that name that Jesus is here in that name. We believe in the power is present in that name. What power? The power to save, heal, deliver, and set free. What power? The power to cause earthquakes. The power to blow out these windows if he wanted to. The power. The power is here. It's in that name. To heal. To save. Oh... Hallelujah. 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 It's for you, it's for me. It's for you, it's for me. Oh, if you just understand the power that's in that name. Thank you, Father God. Let's bow our heads. Thank you for listening to our legacy teachings. We pray today's message has a profound impact upon your life and your ministry. I want you to know that God loves you, has a great plan for your life. But if you've never made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, I'd like to invite you to do that right now. Just pray this simple prayer right after me. Just say, Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins and was raised from the dead for me. I open the door of my heart. I call upon the name of the Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my heart now. I receive you and accept you as my personal Savior and Lord. If you prayed that prayer with me, 
you're a child of God right now, and I encourage you to get into a good Bible-based church where you can learn to grow in your Christian faith and experience. God bless.